Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 208. We're looking at Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Let's read our passage. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was being carried there. He was placed every day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so that he could beg from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, Look at us. So he turned to them, expecting to get something from them. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then, taking him by the right hand, he raised him up, and at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped up and started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. We had just read in chapter 2 about the uh, believers together as the early Christian church, and it said that in verse 43, wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. So here we have one of these wonders and signs, a miracle. Verse 1 of chapter 3, Peter and John were going up to the temple for the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Said they gathered for prayer. They're still following the Jewish customs of going to the temple for corporate prayer. There were two main times of prayer, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. So this would be the ninth hour, about three in the afternoon. It was also the time of the evening sacrifice. And that's the time where a lot of people come to the temple for the time of prayer. And so verse 2 says this man who was lame from birth was being carried there. So it says, you know, the the verb tense is he was in the process of being carried there. So they're just putting him down. That seems a little late in the afternoon, but this is the main traffic time. This guy, that's what he does, is he sits there and begs. He says he was placed each day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so he could beg from those entering the temple. Well, this is the time of traffic. Uh, The morning and the evening time of prayer would be the main times for traffic. And if that's what you do, is sit by the gate, to the temple and beg. You want to be there for the main traffic time. He was lame from birth. And and that's important because this is miraculous healing. It's not just that he hurt his foot a week ago and now he's miraculously better. It's this guy has been lame from birth. He's been there at the temple gate for years. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows of him, has seen him. So there's no denying this is a real miracle. This is an actual, uh, honest-to-goodness miracle, healing. So it says they placed him each day at the temple gate called Beautiful. Now, a lot of question here because there aren't really any antique sources that define what this beautiful gate is. None of the ancient uh, Jewish Uh, writings or anything really call a gate beautiful. The best guess is it's uh, something called the Nicanor Gate, which was a special gate, and because it was made of Corinthian bronze, 
Most of the gates were gilded with gold or silver, but this gate is just bronze. You might think that made it less special, but it was actually so ornate, so massive, so impressive, that it was thought that it would actually detract from it to try and coat it with gold, that it was incredibly ornate and made this Corinthian bronze. It was a very impressive gate. So it's thought that's probably the gate, this special Corinthian bronze Nicanor gate. So he's there every day outside the temple area itself, but the gate to the courts of the temple. Verse 3, when he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple, he asked for money. Well, we don't know what the traffic density actually is, but he asks everybody that goes by for money. He sees somebody and he says, alms, alms, alms. Uh, Almsgiving was one of the the main religious practices of the the Jewish people. Uh, So uh, prayer, worship, uh, almsgiving were were standard things. So uh, the Jewish people were very generous and, and did give alms to those in need. So that's pretty much all they could do was sit there, and so somebody goes by, you say alms. There's not really any interaction that goes by. You might flip them a coin on your way through as you're on your way to the the area for prayer. So he sees Peter and John and asks for money. Verse 4, Peter along with John looked straight at him and said, look at us. This is unusual. Because normally it's somebody just goes by, he calls out alms, and if somebody gives him alms, they drop in a hat or a basket or hand it to him. There's not really any personal interaction. Here, Peter and John stop, go eyeball to eyeball with him, and even demand, say, look at us. So there's going to be a personal interaction. Verse 5, so he turned to them expecting to get something from them. Well, he probably thinks, oh, this is payday. This isn't somebody who's going to just flip me a coin as they go by. This is somebody who's going to do something really big for me. Verse 6, but Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. I wasn't expecting this. And so Peter says, don't have any money, but I got something better for you. I have healing. And it says, in the name of Jesus Christ. So invoking the name of Jesus Christ is invoking the authority and power of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, anything you do in my name, anything you ask in my name, the Father will grant. So he says, get up and walk. Verse 7, then taking him by the right hand, he raised him up, and at once his feet and ankles became strong. You just got to see the the boldness of of Peter here. It wasn't like, uh, I pray for you and hope you get better. There's not a doubt in his mind that this man will be healed. Verse 8, so he jumped up and started to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Pause and let that sink in for a minute. This guy has been lame from birth. He's never walked. He's never jumped. He's never leaped. And he's never been able to enter the temple. People who were lame, who were blind, who were, had physical defects, were prevented from entering the temple courts themselves. They could not. They weren't allowed to because they were defective. Just as any sacrifice couldn't be defective, it had to be 
whole. So he's never been able to enter the temple courts and actually praise God in the place where they go to praise God. He's never been allowed to do that. So this is the first time he's ever actually gone through the gate. He's been at the gate every day for years and just accepted it his, his lot in life. He can never go through the gate, but he has to rely upon the charity of those who, who can go through the gate. Now he actually goes through the gate. And so this uh, idea that he jumps up, start to walk, and enter the temple with them, that in itself is a huge, huge deal. And he's praising God. He recognizes God that healed him. Verse 9, all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they recognized that he was the one who used to sit and beg at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they were filled with awe and astonishment at what had happened to him. There's no denying this. That's why it's uh, significant, the whole, he's been lame since birth. This guy has never walked. This guy has never entered the temple gate before. And here he is, and, and everybody recognizes him because this is the guy that every day is outside the gate begging for alms because he's been lame since birth. And we'll see later on, this guy's in his 40s. This guy's over 40 years old. So this is uh, a, a long-term thing that has been suddenly set right. And so there is uh, incredible amazement and awe. People say, yeah, this isn't the sort of thing you see every day. In fact, this is the sort of thing you, you don't really ever see. So everybody's attention has been received here. And we'll see what Peter does with this next time when uh, he's got everyone's attention of what's going on. So join me next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.